divine, emotional, courage. Aloha, this is Keoni Hanalei, founder of Pohala Hawaiian Botanicals, based in Aina, the Hawaiian Islands. And I just mahalo you. Thank you so much for joining me again for this continued exploration of Pua'a Ehu Ehu, fern medicine, with a focus on the fern Vaikau. Vaikau, also known as Walachiana. Vaikau is the fern of emotional courage. What is courage as the emotion? And how is it relevant for us today? That's what Wokuka we'll discuss in today's episode. This is your first time tuning in to this podcast and you're wondering what is this guy talking about? I would recommend that you listen to the third episode of this podcast titled Pua Ehu Ehu Fern Medicine. This will give you a better understanding of exactly what we're covering here. Now, just a brief recap. I come from a culture known as Mu or Mu. This is prehistoric Hawaiian culture, and one of the relics of this culture is something called Pua'a Ehu Ehu, fern medicine. In fern medicine, there are 103 native Hawaiian ferns, which correlate to 103 emotions. In previous episodes, we covered the fern Kilau Pueo, emotional ruin. We discussed Kihe fern emotional patience, and we've talked about pa iva iva fern, emotional truth. Today, it's all about vaikau, courage. Now, before we begin to explore the spiritual, emotional qualities and functions of vaikau, courage, also known as walachiana, I want to first discuss briefly its physical avatar. So Vaikau is unique in that from a singular base, its fronds grow in a precise circle. These fronds can extend as long as five feet with finger-like blades reaching up to 12 inches. From this singular base, rooted by its rhizome, these fronds uniting in a circle, as they grow larger, they become heavier and begin to lean back and open wider. They will eventually fall completely backwards to the ground. As these mature fronds decay, new fiddles will begin a new cycle in a united sphere. This beautiful dance can continue indefinitely, explaining the behavior of Vaikau's physical avatar is pretty important in correlating it to its highest emotional quality, that of courage. I'm going to share it this way. In Hawaiian, we have a saying that references courage. And the saying is, Pa vale pu'uvai. Pa vale pu'uvai. And that poetically means, 
open your heart wider. In the ancient dialect, if we were to suggest someone is courageous, or if we were to bless someone with courage, that is what we'd say. Open your heart wider. And you can see how the physical avatar of Vaikau correlates to its emotional quality. Also, it's important to explore courage, Vaikau fern, energetically. Now, according to Pua Ehu Ehu Fern Medicine, Vaikau fern is energetically masculine, meaning that courage is energetically masculine. When something's steeped in the masculine, it has a lot to do with logic and reason and also action, movement. Courage is very verb-based. It's geared towards results, work, enforcing. I go any further, I just really need to make a clarification that regardless of what gender I am, I am energetically 100% masculine and 100% feminine. And I'm really clarifying this because I'm sure there's some sisters tuning in and feeling a little excluded when I'm sharing that Vaikau, according to Pua Ehu Ehu Fern Medicine, is energetically masculine. It's really important that the sisters find Vaikau and courage just as relatable as the brothers. So sisters, just remember, you are also 100% masculine, meaning you are 100% courageous. Back to that beautiful saying, open your heart wider. Courage is all about the opening of the heart. Now, in the opening of the heart, there are two primary functions. Let's discuss one right now, and that is the skill and ability to share. Let's show up and share. Let's be generous. Ultimately, what am I sharing? What do I innately know? What do I innately have to share? Truth. My truth. That is what I will contribute to a community to a collective. And I always say it like this, friends, the contribution of my truth is my service. Okay. Now in sharing truth, in sharing my truth, that's incredible vulnerability. I'm going to have to become exposed. I'm going to have to be seen and heard, and I'm going to have to deem myself worthy to share this truth. I'm going to have to believe in my truth and I'm going to have to have faith in my truth because I don't share truth in order for others to validate it or confirm it. I'm simply sharing my truth as a service, a contribution to my community. 
So there's that aspect of vulnerability. And now there's also an aspect of bravery as I share my truth, because it's likely I'm going to be challenged. It's likely I'm going to be scrutinized. And that's just the risk I must take in order to share this truth. Because the other option is what? Censorship, conformity. What does censorship and conformity, what are those ingredients create? Well, they create bitterness and resentment. Bitterness and resentment leads to dissociation. Dissociation leads to violence. Violence leads to war. You can see how this snowballs, right? So I'm going to have to risk the scrutiny. I'm going to have to risk being made fun of. I'm going to have to risk falling flat on my face. <laughs> and for the sake of my truth, for the sake of sharing and deeming my collective, my brothers and my sisters worthy of receiving my truth, that's just the risk I'm willing to take. Other primary function of opening the heart wider, is my ability and my capacity to receive. I've shared my truth. I've determined that I can share my truth. But can I receive the truths of others? And in receiving the truths of others, can I do so without scrutinizing it, shaming it, or manipulating it in any way to make me feel comfortable? Or can I simply receive the raw truths from others and be grateful? Can I be grateful? Can I be grateful that my brothers and my sisters trusted me, deemed me worthy, honored me, and loved me enough to say, this is who I am. This is what makes me go. This is what makes me be. Can I do that? Can I receive? And you know, one of the most poignant and beautiful things about receiving someone else's truth, about being gifted someone else's truth without me needing to manipulate it, this means that someone has just made the effort to remove us from assumptions. When someone has the courage and the bravery to say, let me clarify who I am. Let me clarify my truth. They've just gifted me with clarity. We've been removed from assumptions. Assumptions is one of the greatest illnesses that many of us are addicted to. We rely on assumptions. We covet assumptions because assumptions means I don't have to take full responsibility. If it blows up, I'm not accountable. If it's pleasant, I'll take credit for that. 
When someone else is offering me their truth, regardless of how much it violates my level of comfort, they've just gifted me clarity. We've been removed of assumptions. That's a very significant gift. And let me put it this way. What's the other word for clarity? (laughs) The other word for clarity is intimacy. The gift of intimacy. The powerful thing about intimacy is when I'm in an intimate relationship with either another human being, another sentient being, a consciousness, a planet, I mean, whatever, whatever I'm intimate with, there is no way I can harm it. There is no way I can violate it. That's the power of intimacy. That's the power of clarity. That's the power of truth. Open your heart wider. Offer the clarity of your truth. The contribution of your truth is your service. And learn how to receive the truths from others without attempting to manipulate it. Be grateful for the gift of clarity. And of course, we can go back to the root word, right? Courage. It's French, que, age. Que means heart. Age would denote a totality. So wholehearted. How committed are we in sharing and receiving? What's my level of commitment? What's my loyalty to truth, to clarity, to intimacy? You know, everything that I have discussed thus far, everything, it culminates to what I like to call the hero. That's a hero. A hero shows up, deems itself worthy to share its truth, to make contributions of its truth as its service. It deems the exterior conditions worthy of receiving this truth. It trusts the exterior conditions with receiving this truth, and it has the skill to receive truth, to receive clarity, to receive intimacy. And speaking of clarity, brah, I am going to blast you with some clarity right now. I'm going to put it this way. Friends, don't assume we know how to love you. You're going to have to teach us. Friends, don't assume we know how to honor you. You're going to have to teach us. You're going to have to trust us. You're going to have to deem us worthy to receive your truth. And you're going to have to deem yourself worthy to share that truth. Now me, Keoni, as a sovereign individual, I no longer assume you know how to love me. I'm going to have to teach you. And I'd be so grateful. My friends, I 
no longer assume you know how to honor me. I am more than willing to teach you. Thank you. And I love you. There is recognition that many of us have lived our entire lives in suspicion, doubt, bitterness, resentment, shame, intolerance. And why? Because the heart has been shut. I have not allowed myself to be clear. I've only censored and conformed and along the way just accumulated more and more resentment, more and more dissociation. At the same time, I have not allowed myself to receive. Whether that is receiving support, help, or receiving clarity. Many of us have spent our entire lives scrutinizing other people's truth, shaming other people for their individual truth because it makes me uncomfortable. So somehow I need to manipulate that truth. I need to manipulate that person. My heart's shut. <laughs> I have no capacity for intimacy. And ultimately that's called arrogance is when I have no ability to receive clarity and truth from others, I need to manipulate it. And furthermore, if I'm manipulating and scrutinizing other people's truth, then why do I get so angry when other people do the same to me? When I share my opinions, my beliefs, and they become distorted, how come I get so mad, right? If I do that to others, how come I get to do it? (laughs) How come I can challenge, manipulate, shame others, but they can't do that to me? It's called arrogance. That means the heart is shut. Learn how to receive truth from others and accept it as their truth. Allow our brothers and our sisters to teach us who they are. Give them the space to teach us. And I'm so grateful when my brothers and my sisters allow me to share and teach who I am. And as I share, Rob, like before I share, do I even believe and have faith in that to which I'm about to share? The truth to which I'm about to share. Do I even believe in it? Do I even have faith in it? And this is like a serious conversation because I'd done this to myself. Okay. I reviewed my perceived truths and I was like, nope, not mine. Nope, not mine. That's not mine. That's condition. That's learn. That's conforming. So before you share this truth, make sure you believe in it. Make sure you have faith in it. You need to be responsible with your truth. Remember, truth is a contribution. It's your service. Ensure it's responsible. When I believe and I have faith in my truth, something 
nearly miraculous happens. And I say nearly miraculous because actually, no, it's not nearly. It is miraculous. It's a miracle. (laughs) It's called true confidence, right? And that's an element of a hero is confidence. So I do it like this. You know, when I believe and I have faith in my truth and I present it to my community as my service, I say, here's my truth. This is who I am. Thank you for receiving. And as I offer this truth, as I share this truth, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. So I'm going to complete the episode here. Mahalo. Thank you so much. In closing, I just want to share, you know, what Vaikao, what Courage has taught me is that, brah, just when you think your heart is open, it's not. (laughs) The expansion of the heart is limitless. We open and open and expand and expand. The expansion of the heart is the momentum. It's like the avatar of Vaikau, how it grows, it grows taller, taller, and then expands, expands, leans back, leans back, gets heavier, heavier, till its body falls to the floor. It decays, new growth comes, the cycle over and over. It's a momentum of expansion. Allow it. Let's vow to show up and overwhelm our brothers and sisters with clarity, with truth, with sharing and receiving. Personally, for me, that's the resolution of separation. Thank you, and I love you. Entangled in that which is unnatural. Now I rise, exposed and brilliant, finally, and to penetrate an illusion, finally, finally.